In the modern world that we live in, I would most certainly say that Jesus has competition when it comes to winning the hearts of young people. Young people today are extremely distracted and there are forces pulling them to and fro and every one of them are, are, are forces that challenge young people to focus their attention on natural things. They're um, the things that bother them internally, you know, things like your identity, things like um, 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 your, you, you prioritize your identity over your life in eternity. You, you prioritize your, your clout, you know, how you're viewed by your friends over how you're viewed by the rest of society and how much you contribute and how much value you add to your community. You're more concerned about how people view you online than you are about how much you contribute to your family, right? And it's not just Jesus who has to uh, compete with all of these things, but even your family has to compete with the number of things that are pulling you to and fro. Now, I want to first say this. I am an advocate of young people and of modern young people. I am a huge advocate. I do not think that it is young people's fault that they're so distracted. I honestly don't. What I, The way that I perceive it is I think that young people have had certain technologies that have been introduced to them that are now posing a threat to their well-being and they have to fight against so much because it's not gen z's who invented social media networks or social networks it's not gen z's who invented a lot of the hurdles that stand in front of them cell phones computers games it's previous generations and the the system of capitalism that constantly aims to make more money at any cost without considering the impact that those devices and those softwares and those game experiences have on young people. That is not a blame that we can put on young people. And I say this to make the point that those of us who see ourselves as being senior, as having gone past and through the journey of being young, and now you're looking at young people, you know, through your nostrils. Um, and basically what I mean is that you're looking them at them with a judging, in a judging manner. You should calm down, right? Because you need to understand that young people are growing up in, in, in the most distracted era that has ever existed. The most distracted era that has ever existed. I mean, me being more of a mid-millennial, um, I would say that I've had the perfect view of what a less distracted world looks like as compared to the world that we're living in now, today. Like, I come from an era where when I was growing up as a very young, uh, uh, young boy, the idea of accessing pornography in, in a device that exists in my pocket was like something that I could have never even thought of, right? Like you needed to find someone who has an elder brother or father who hides a magazine at some accessible place within their house or some cassette tapes. And then you'd still have to find the alone time and television and, and, and VHS in order to play those tapes or private room in order to watch those magazines. It was very, very challenging 
But these days, people use pornography as a way of relaxing themselves from a hard day of work. And it's become more and more normal. If you see the conversations that people are having on social media, that's another thing about today, right? There was a time when older people would have conversations and it was easy for them to keep those conversations away from the young people. And that's a very, very important thing to consider, right? The fact that young people today don't have the option of muting conversations being had by older people. This is something that we don't think about often. There were certain disputes and fights that older people knew that we shouldn't have these conversations in the presence of young people. Now, young people just go on Twitter and they can access conversations that only older senior people should be having. And that's not a healthy environment to be growing up in. You know, there are certain things and conversations that I was never exposed to, which allowed me to have a childhood. And I say all of this to empathize with young people that are pulled to and fro by so many things to say that we shouldn't be so judgmental and we should be understanding of the challenges that young people are faced with. We should be understanding of some of the the, 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 the things that young people are exposed to, you know, living in a world where you now have to be exposed to conversations that are happening outside of your country you know, devastating things. Like there was a time when war was a thing, was used to happen around the world and there were kids who never used to know about that. But nowadays you go onto your social media and you know about the fact that there's a war in Ukraine. You know that there's a, a man leading that war, um, you know, in, 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 in Russia. And these are things that, conversations that young people shouldn't be participating in. So in getting into the conversation of whether young people, whether Jesus is is competing with a lot of things in trying to win the hearts of young people, I would say absolutely. But at the same time, I would also say it's not young people's fault because previous generations tend to build a world and then the young people come and exist in that world. The following generation will exist in the world that they built and then they will blame them for being influenced, shaped and impacted by that world, right? Because for the most part, children are products of the environments that they grow up in. This doesn't mean that if you're raised in a good environment, you will um, um, absolutely turn out well. That's not necessarily what that means. But what I'm trying to say that it does create a net positive in that generation, right? So there is a lot of blame to place on previous generations. So this is all to say that we shouldn't be so judgmental, but also to say that we should acknowledge that, yes, Jesus is competing with quite a lot. Um, Jesus is competing with PlayStation games. Jesus is competing with social media platforms that distract young people and throw them into trends and throw them into um, challenges that they're excited to do. But Ultimately, these challenges do not contribute anything to the world and space they exist in. I remember one of the biggest challenges I had as a young person was just doing chores around the home. You know, um, the chores I had were taking out the rubbish. You know, if there was rubbish in the house, I knew it was my responsibility. Washing the dishes, sweeping and, 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 and mopping the floor, uh, making sure that the garden is taken care of. Those are things that I had to do. But now if you're if you're existing in a space where 
you as a young person are constantly uh, plunging your head into the latest trends. You want to know what's the, 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 the best game to be playing that's going to give you clout. You want to know what's the best online free game that you should be playing with your, with your squad. Those are the things that you're interested in. Unfortunately, you're not adding any value to whatever household you're existing in. You're not adding any value to the community that you're existing in. And it is such an important thing to be a person who adds value. You know, this is how jobs are created. In, contrary to popular belief, the goal is not to create jobs by starting businesses. The goal is to create jobs by creating value because people will spend on what they value. But and, and, and the thing is, mopping the floor is a form of value. You're creating value. How do you know that? Because you can go around your neighborhood asking people, can I mop your floor for this much money? And they'll pay you for it because you're creating value. You're saving them time. You're, you're, you're giving them a clean floor. You know, you're giving them a, a, a clean and neat garden. You're giving them cut grass, lawn, uh, lawn mow, <laughs> mowed lawn. <laughs> That's what I should actually say, right? You're giving them mowed lawn. These are things that I feel young people are having less and less time to spend to spend doing. But it's not all young people. It's a lot of modern young people, but there are young people that still understand the value of creating value, um, the value of doing valuable things and things that are not just valuable to you, but are valuable to people that exist within your space. But one thing I can say is that in my growing up, there is nothing that I've valued more than having a relationship with Christ, understanding what is it means to be good in the sight of God, understanding what it means to be noble, you know, to be an aristocrat in the eyes of God. Um, that for me has been most valuable because I've watched and seen the world shift and move towards a lot of perversion and move towards a lot of things that are uh, that actually they they seem to be creating value for you they seem to be doing good but it's actually having a net negative on the world a negative impact on everyone on earth so this is becoming way more important for young people for you to have a north star and i feel like a relationship with christ and a relationship with god is the best way of achieving that